Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the group chat with Chris and DJ. I'm Chris. I'm DJ. Um, and today is a very special episode of the group chat. Um, it mm-hmm. happens to be Mother's Day, so yes. happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. And appropriately, we have DJ's mom in the studio with us. Um, we're going to call her Lady T. Um, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> thank, you. thank you for having me. We're happy that you're here. It's a very rainy weekend in um, New right. York. But, it's gloomy. Um, very gloomy. But, um, yes, it is. She brought the sunshine, so all is well. Yes. That's right. With my lime green. <laughs> <laughs> Looking fabulous. Um, and, you know, DJ pull, obviously pulled out all the stops um, when we have guests, so we're drinking green champagne. It's blue. Oh, this blue. Yeah. Um, blue champagne. And vodka. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so it should be a good one. How was your week? It was a week. (laughs) It was. Okay. uh, Between the A trains being, and A and C trains being suspended Friday morning. Yikes. And um, everything else going on at work, it was a week. What about you? Um, My week was a week as well. (laughs) Because I'm fighting a cold. So I sound a little nasally right now, but I'll be all right. <laughs> uh, maybe you should get your mom to make like a special remedy for you. Moms always do that. Like they know how to fix it. Yeah. Yes. I have to make one for myself as well. <laughs> but honestly, like um, I feel better today than I did previous days because I felt horrible. Is it the liquor? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> but I took a lot of different medicines too. That's, so, so you're on, you're drinking while you're on medication. I didn't take medicine today, okay, but cool. prior days I I did. All right, um, that's good. Yeah. So, um, I want to talk about something that really made me sad to read. Um, this eight year old boy from Ohio, he um. He killed himself because he was getting bullied in school. His name is Gabriel Tay. And it's just crazy, like, how the school system is. Like, I hear a lot about kids getting bullied in school and the teachers and the principal and everything, they are not doing anything about it. So after the situation happened, they told his because apparently he was in the hallway and um, – He was in a bathroom or something like that, and a kid just walked up to him, slammed him up against a wall, and he knocked him unconscious. So, um, the school told his mother that he fainted. So, come to find out through surveillance video, they the lawyer told her that actually the kid, um, pushed up, banged him up against the wall, and he he passed out. And, you know, it's just like how I know somebody in the school, as far as the teachers and things, somebody had to know that this was going on. I wouldn't. I mean, I don't think so. I'm going to say that they didn't have to know only because. But whatever. Sometimes whatever happens with kids, if a kid doesn't speak up, you never know what happens. And if this kid never told his. Well, his mother definitely didn't know that he was getting bullied. Right. And if she like. If she didn't know, I, I mean, she's about to be rich now because I'm pretty sure she's, I would sue everybody. Right. Um, so, I don't know. Um, but how do you, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. And um, 
you know, he was eight years old. And it's like they have his picture. He looks like a very happy kid, and he's a very handsome little kid. And he just he hung himself. Like that. That's just crazy to me. That's really crazy. How, but how do you deal with like in my bullying is a thing it's a thing it's not going away it's never going to go away that's what children children do sadly um but how do you one in as a teacher step in and pick up those signs because if he's not showing those signs because it could happen at recess it could happen after school on the walk home and if he's too afraid to say anything like you, you know you never know and i that's why i always think it's important for a school culture to a school to build a culture of like openness so kids feel comfortable going to the right. teachers to tell them stuff and for parents to build that comfort as well at home that kids come home and like in my head yeah i always wonder sorry to cut you off but i always wonder why, <laughs> i always wonder why kids don't feel comfortable telling their parents or somebody that they're know. getting bullied in school well clearly you know, everyone knows that I'd, i'm a kid that <laughs> I'm a kid that um, never shut up. So I go come through to do it. First thing I'm telling my mother is what happened. (laughs) She'll definitely know if I was being bullied or not. And I don't know. I I think it's just a sad, um, it's a sad situation. And I don't know. I I feel so bad for his mom. And he was, the sad part about this is how the school didn't think it was their fault because he didn't come to them and tell them (laughs) what was happening. Happening. And I'm just like, that's, that's really but that's sens- my point. Sens- like, how how didn't I don't understand how any anybody in the school didn't know? Because you just don't know. Like work in a school, and there we know that the only way we know kids are bullying is are bullied is if we see it with our eyes ourselves, or if they come. Okay, so and, there's cameras in the school, right? Somebody's de- not sitting down watching what, the cameras. It depends on what school he. There is not. I don't think there are cameras in the hallway. They. That's how they found out that the kid was knocked unconscious. But that doesn't mean it was happening in like wherever, like wherever there are cameras. You know, cameras aren't every place. It might be at the entrance or it might be in one hallway. It's not like. So you're defending the school. I am not defending oh, okay. the school. I'm just. A lot of times the cameras are on and working, but it's no one sitting. And watching the cameras, yeah, that's they have true. to go back to the cameras. And that's see true. That. Yeah, people people don't check surveillance tape until something happens, and then they're like, mm-hmm. "Oh, okay," because mm-hmm. I'm I'm not gonna blow. Up. And kids hide, <laughs> and, they, and they cover it up a lot of times. So it's not to say that the school didn't know. I believe yeah. that they didn't. They I didn't think she know. should sue everybody. Yeah, she yeah, should she definitely sue. sue them. Everybody, the school, the school district, the principal, the president, everybody. They can sue the school because it happened on the school premises. I got jumped on the school premises, and I didn't, my mother, <laughs> I, we didn't get no money because my mother was just like, <laughs> no. It was mine and my business. And, and they beat my, you up. And I got my face rocked with my braces. That is really crazy. So, to move on, uh, in honor of Mother's Day, this mother, she went to her daughter's job. And went off on her daughter's coworker because in honor of Mother's Day, or did you just do that? Yeah. Or you're saying it's a part? It's it is. Because it of... is an honor of Mother's Day because she was a mother and she went to her daughter's job was to that set her it motive. Off. Because, yes, because, because it was the, Mother's Day. I'm not. I'm saying in honor of Mother's Day, honoring mothers who it don't was, don't it care was a about joke, go, Mika. <laughs> who don't care about going to their kids' job and turning up. So that's the, inappropriate. That is inappropriate. I mean it is, but at the same time he her told her daughter was working at McDonald's. Can you too. can you be quiet? He told he told her daughter that he would slap her. 
Okay. And she felt like. How old is her daughter? I don't know. How, well, old. I don't At know. At some point, you got to, like, leave stuff alone. I don't know. I mean, Lady I feel T, are you, you showing up to Duke's job? She probably job? would. I sure would. She po- see, that's what I'm saying. She would. <laughs> Not my mother. Oh, I'm showing up. Yeah, she you would show up to my job. She should, <laughs> school, all that. She didn't care about stuff I, like that. I'm coming. So, <sighs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if you're a grown adult and something happens, like if if it happens when you're in school, it doesn't really say how after old high the girl school. Was. I feel like parents. Like you can support, mm-hmm. but just don't show up. That's oh. my thing. Like I, 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 I don't know. I was in, I was in situations at school, and my mother supported me. But she, one, she's my mother is not the type to show up anywhere. Like if you're wrong, you call her. She said, "Call a lawyer because uh, <laughs> you knew what you were doing." And <laughs> I want no parts of it. But she's definitely. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I don't. I, I feel like that was inappropriate. I want to play the video. Are they? Is she grown? I think I she's grown. She works at McDonald's, right? That I don't. You know, can start working there, like what, fifteen, sixteen years old. Mm-hmm. She looked grown. Did you saw the video? I didn't see the video because I just. So I how do you know she? What? I didn't watch the video in its entirety because I just I don't like seeing. So how can you say she looked grown? Because I saw the like I saw it, but I didn't. I don't know what was said. Oh. Because you, you know on Instagram you can play the video without the sound. Yeah. I kind of want to play a little bit of it. But don't you think there's, there should be a chain of command first before it gets to that point? Like a chain of command. Like if that it, doesn't happen <laughs> when somebody's talking about slapping your kid or doing something to your kid, there's no chain of command. It's you. And it was in. a male. He's a male, and she's a female. Right. So it's like. And he said, "I said I was gonna slap her, but I really wasn't gonna slap her." But who knows that? Right. Right. So I agree with the mother for showing up and ready to pop off. I agree. And again, <laughs> if you listen to the beginning of the video, she said, you said it to a child. So uh-huh. She said that several times. I guess that's fair. All right. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you guys. She, <laughs> I agree. She probably was justified in uh-huh. going off on her. Like she that. was. But we'll, we'll... So do you have anything you want to say? Because you just look dead About to what? me. About this lady? <laughs> no, in general. Oh. Anything you want to talk about? Oh yeah, of course. Oh okay. Cool. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so Donald Trump has been on my mind all week because uh, do we have to talk about him on Mother's Day? You know what? You're absolutely <laughs> right. But there is just one thing I won't talk about. Everything else, well, I'll talk about two. A happy thing. The, there are these graduates at Bethune Cook 
University. Betsy DeVos, who is our education secretary, who believes that HBCUs were created so that we can have a choice and not because we didn't have a choice, so we had to create our own stuff, Mm -hmm. Um, who believes in cut-in education program and doesn't believe that after school is necessary for children. She was their commencement speaker, and those graduates were not having it. They started to boo her. I heard about that. They turned their backs on her, um, and basically she couldn't go on. Mm-hmm. A lot of people feel two ways about this situation. Were the kids disrespectful for booing their commencement speaker? And did the university misstep by not only inviting Betsy to talk to the, their black, these black kids, but also giving her an honorary doctorate and telling these kids that the graduation ceremony will be over if they don't shut basically shut up? They said that they're going to mail their degrees home, which that's what they do. Anyway, Wait, they but, were about So somebody praised them for doing that. Was it the school? Praised who? The the students. No, I would no. I and that's how I know about it because they were saying. Um, I gotta go back to it because I definitely read that they was praised for standing up for themselves and turning their back on her while she was saying that by everybody else, but not by the school. The school said if I'm y'all a, don't if y'all don't stop this foolishness, I'm gonna try to find we're gonna it, mail your degree. No, it was us. I don't know if it was their school. What's the name of the school? Bethune Cook. Okay, so it was another school. But Lady T, do you think those kids were justified in like if Donald Trump came to speak at my commencement? One, I don't know if I would have the guts to show up. I might show up to see everyone boo him. But <laughs> do you think that was appropriate when when you have a guest in your home to even if you disagree with their? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't agree with it, and that just should not have happened because, you know, certain things you just don't do, right. and they just went up. They went about it the wrong way. But know? what was she saying, though? She didn't even get to speak, and so why was they doing that? Because it was just a simple fact that she was there and it was mm-hmm. her. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. Um, and I feel two ways about it because it it sucks. The this administration sucks in every way. Every branch, mm-hmm. every everyone sucks. But I also believe in what we call a free marketplace of idea. Like just because I don't agree with you, that it doesn't mean I should boo you or turn my right. back on you. I should be intelligent enough to listen, to hear what you have to say. I probably right. won't agree, but at the very least. So, right. but do you think, and do you think the, what is this? The college president was right in saying, you know, if you don't stop, no. you'll mail your degrees home and the ceremony. No, will- I don't agree with that. Really? Yeah. Wait, you really? No, I'm saying really. He said he would mail. Why why would he mail? I mean, one, that's what they do anyway. They're degrees, (laughs) right? Like, I mean, they weren't about to go up there to get the real degrees. They mail them six weeks after you graduate anyway. But um, he didn't. He was saying that they can't even come uh, come across down walk the stage. Yeah. Mm. See, and that's wrong. I agree. I completely agree. But I feel like the school was wrong in bringing her bringing her Mm -hmm. there. It's a historically black school, like. Why would you do that? There is a school in Texas who invited a, a controversial um, senator to speak at their commencement, and they canceled his um, appearance because they said the comment graduation should be about the graduates, and you coming is going to take too much um, attention off of that. So mm. just don't come. And I, I honestly respect that. So. Right. That's going to be the end of the Donald Trump simply because it's Mother's Day and we want to keep the energy and the vibe um, (laughs) happy. But in the spirit of lying and the spirit of Donald Trump, can we talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta? 
Yes, and Duke's can. girl Phaedra Parks. Phaedra is fake. I'm sorry. She, I'm not denying it. And it. and the longer the show goes on, the more fake you see that she is. Oh, it, it came to a head on <gasps> on the part four of the reunion. Mm-hmm. So she made up that lie about Candy wanting to drug Portia and take her to her sex dungeon. But see, but this is what people don't know is that supposedly she got it from um she's a i don't believe anything she said i don't believe it supposedly she got it can you i'm listening oh because you look like he's about to say something no, i'm rolling my eyes oh so carlos king is an executive producer of the real housewives of Atlanta, and supposedly he said it to her and she told portia but where she fucked up at it Excuse me. What she messed up? At. That's right. What she mm-hmm. messed up at? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what she messed up at is the fact that she told Portia that Candy told her that her and Todd were gonna drug her and take her back. The, to the lies. Circle. The lies. Right. The lies. Those are lies. I don't believe that. At Nothing. All. I don't believe a word that just came out of your no. mouth or word what? that has come out of her don't mouth. Don't play with me. <laughs> Because that's a lie. But don't say you don't believe a word that's coming out of my mouth. Because, because it's a lie. I'm telling you, and this is something that I I know about all of this stuff before the reunion actually aired. Oh, you were on the show? But you know, because I, t- I told you. I told you a lot of it that was going to happen. Did Yo, I not? Duke's side job is production did I not? At, at Bravo. But did I not tell you? Go ahead. Did I not tell you? Go ahead. You make me sick. <laughs> I'm done. I don't even have nothing else. You can run the show because now you you're being dumb. I don't even want to talk no more. But um, she's fired. Are you guys happy that she's fired? Phaedra, I'm not right. Yeah, but I didn't get to hear the whole thing. Is she fired because she told a lie on Candy? I think or? she's fired because they think she's a liability. Um, because those were some serious allegations Act, yes. that she made against Candy that mm-hmm. could. Could have ruined the candy. Could have ruined the Housewives franchise. Um, we're talking about raping and drugging mm-hmm. people. So mm-hmm. uh-huh. I don't. I mean, she obviously she was good for ratings because people tuned into that part four just to see that. But not only did she lie, she wasn't remorseful. She didn't. She didn't. She was. She just sat there and she didn't even admit to it. She sat there like oh. I shouldn't have repeated it. No, she sat there looking like she was shocked. She that was. Even she was. I think she was shocked that Portia uh, was smart enough to say, "Well, I gotta see." Some I, don't, I didn't see shocked on her face. I just saw like she I, was just like her, she had it, the same, just this look on her face the whole time. Like, just black. like yeah, just like whatever. Mm-hmm. That same look the whole time. Yo, Andy was getting so annoyed. Andy was like, "Phaedra, you just got caught in a megawatt lie." He like was so sick of her. Yeah, he was over it, and <laughs> so. She, um, I don't know if you heard about this, but she blames because she's getting death threats from this whole thing, and I feel like that's way too far. Her, mm-hmm. her and her kids, mm-hmm. and you could. I like Aiden and what's the other one name? Aiden and um, Jr. Junior. Jonathan. <laughs> no. Damien. I can't even think. <laughs> Dylan. 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 A- I like Aiden and Dylan. So, um, she's getting death threats, and I feel like people is taking it a little bit too far. Like y'all don't have to threaten to kill her because of this situation. And she's she blaming the producers, huh? Because she said she feels like they're hanging her out there to drosh. Because she did at the reunion, supposedly she said who told her, 
and they, they cut it they, out. They cut it out mm. because he, he's an executive. So they, you know, she feeling like, damn, like y'all just left me out there to dry, and you know, now I'm getting these death threats. But and then if that's the case, she could sue. She can. If if she's telling truth, she can sue for defamation of character as well. She if, can. if it's true, if it's Chances true, is all she's not telling the truth, right? Because she's a liar. She lied about everything. <laughs> she, I heard she lied she about lied being pregnant. Right? See the amount of she, she's she, pregnant. She, yeah, she um, <laughs> she lied she didn't about even that much. <laughs> she was like, I, I don't know how long, how far along I am. It's just like, come on, yeah. everyone knows. And that was like, her, what her first season on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and apparently Nene told y'all that she was a. You know, a liar from the jump, and no one wanted to believe it. So yeah. here we are. Um, but I felt bad. <laughs> Every, but it's so funny. Phaedra was the one who told a lie, but everyone was dragging Kenya on Twitter, and I just I like Kenya, and I'm just trying to figure out why y'all Kenya. always try to bring Kenya into the what? Kenya makes me sick. Every oh yo, everybody that I know. And the comments I read on I these do blogs, genuinely feel like she's annoying. I know she's very she, annoying. Something is wrong with her. And she <laughs> provokes people. She a definitely lot. do. She does. And it's like she You know why Chris likes her? Business. Because Chris has a lot of similarities to her. Because oh, he does some of the shit that I she does. I don't do. provoke anybody. What? I, yes, you do. I keep to myself. No, you but don't. But the only this episode of re, the <laughs> last episode of the reunion, she made me mad because she was trying so hard to get her camera Yo. time. And oh, Kenya, Kenya, she was doing the absolute most and like ad lib into everything Candy Every, was saying. Everything. My favorite part was when <laughs> was when um Phaedra said, Shut up, Kenya. Kenya, <laughs> shut up, Kenya. And, and Kenya's like, mm-hmm, you shut up. That had Because you're a liar. <laughs> that had me rolling because it's the truth. Like, she's a liar. But <laughs> but Kenya is really entertaining, and I think they need her on the show because she's very entertaining. She says some funny things, but it's just like for a grown woman to act the way she acts, it's like it's really um, disturbing but to watch sometimes. Truthfully, she doesn't have a storyline. She doesn't. Her storyline was Matt. Did y'all see, see the, the video, video? Yes. of Matt yes. and, and Peter? Peter Thomas? Yes. Tearing up those people's studio <laughs> in what North Carolina or Atlanta or one of those it was places? North Carolina. North Carolina. Mm-hmm. First of all, math is certifiable, and he needs some help. He need he needs some help. Are you like Matt? Something is wrong. Something with is wrong with him. Nothing is wrong with me. But if you push the wrong button, I will go off on you. But what button did Peter push? Well, I. I can't remember that far back because this happened a while ago. They just released a video. Right. This happened a while ago. But I don't know. Maybe Peter said something. It doesn't matter. You keep your hands off people. That's my right. thing. I mean, yeah. No, he has a problem. But he yeah. does have a problem. He broke her garage door, even though she was dumb to have glass garage doors. <laughs> but um, Matt needs to go somewhere and get some help, like, for a little while. Like, you know. It's- but there's a lot of people in the world walking around just like him as well. Crazy. The difference is, yeah. The difference is that his was broadcast on national TV, and <laughs> why are you making that face? Because it sounds like you're defending him. I'm no, why. I'm not defending him at all. You said he needs help. Yeah, so was, does a lot of people in this but world. He's crazy. Yeah, a lot of people. He's like are. a Chris Brown. Mm, maybe I don't know Chris, but do you know Matt? I don't know Matt, <laughs> and I'm not defending him because okay. I know. I know Chris Brown is your favorite artist. Yeah, yes, artist. but I I don't. The crazy thing and just acting the damn fool all the time. I don't agree. I'm with just that. trying to figure out because Peter is old. Where did he get the strength to put that man in a headlock? Right. I, see, I feel like when 
Matt so, charged him. He charged him the wrong way. He's West Indian. He I, he's Jamaican. And, and yeah, and I met him before. He is the smoothest strong. person ever. Like Lupita, he, huh? Lupita, you're not talking about my cousin <laughs> like that. He is a, he is so smooth and like he's just mad chill and relaxed. And just how he is on the show is how he is in person. Like how he is in person. Yeah, he's a housewife. He was a little dramatic when he walked off the stage at the reunion. That was extra, oh, but... Um, I he, think that was extra, too. That he needed like, his shine, and I heard he has a spinoff show um, coming on I Bravo. read that, too. Peter? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? He's I really making that. a name for himself. Maybe it's going to be like a Bachelor-type show. I don't think so. I, I think it's going to be like the life of Peter, like running... Like a Bachelor. I feel like... Mark my words. I bet you it's going to be like that. He just got a divorce. And he said he's dating somebody that he really likes. So, yes, he said that. You know, I think it's going to be like a bachelor type thing. Not saying like Peter finds love, but I'm saying like, you know, him living a single life now. Mm, that's true. He needs money. We all do. I need some money. I mean, that's why, probably why he's doing that uh, spinoff show. Yeah. Because um, he needs the money. I know so. y'all are from Harlem and Dykeman. Um, Nobody over here from Dykeman, okay? <laughs> hey, aren't you from Dykeman? I, don't play with me. <laughs> but are y'all allowed to like Jay Z or is just Jay Z? What? Allowed? I can like whoever I want to like. I know. Isn't like a Har- Who's a Harlem artist? Like, but Cardi B? there's no discrimination against All people. Right, so Jay Z just bones. signed a $200 million touring deal with Live Nation. How old is Jay Z? He's like 100. Pushing 50. 40s, yeah. for, 50. for the next, what, 10 years? is He's supposed to tour over the next 10 years. Yeah, ten years, two hundred million. Are you guys going to see Jay Z in concert when he's fifty-seven? First off, it doesn't matter how old you are, as long as you could perform. Listen, as I long as you're to, a great performer, it really doesn't matter. I went to um, Jay Z and Beyonce's co- concert. The the Mrs. Carter, the the one they had. They together. had a few. So which one? <laughs> the they one had on the run. On the run, yes. And that show was the bomb. So I would go see them anytime they in concert. Jay Z is a legend anyway. Like he's been around for a long time. He doesn't even need to make new music. He just yeah, needs he, to show up. Right. And people will show up too. Yeah. And mm-hmm. him and Beyonce could sing Forever Young. <laughs> um and or, what is crazy in love. And when they did that um Drunk in love. on the run concert. Yeah, is crazy he, in love. They were saying that they were on the outs at that time. Well You didn't see it. No. Not at the concert at all. Because that's they, how they operate. And their concert, they were, every time he came out. Business is business. It was a song that, you mm. know, included her in it as well. And they came out like, you know, they was Bonnie and Clyde. I she ride for her, man. Yes, she, she do. I but respect that. <laughs> she definitely uh, made it known in Lemonade that uh, there was a point where she was. I still don't believe that. What? what? That she was a point. Where she was ready okay. to leave him. I still don't believe it. But you, we don't believe what? I think it, I really think Lemonade was what she gave us what we wanted. Like every, she No, I definitely You think so you think Lemonade is based on a true story? Her definitely, story. Definitely. Definitely. Like first off, first off. I hear it. He got a lot of backlash from that and I I mean he did. So I I definitely think that I definitely don't think that she would put him on a, in a line of fire cuz she's talking about taking her baby and leaving and talk, saying I and don't she, think a she lot of, did it like and blindsided oh, him. But I she's do. she does this. She knows what was going to come after the after if she says these kind of things. I and I understand that and I agree with you, but what I'm saying is I don't think it was just her saying 
you know, I'm going to write about how I think they spoke about it. And right. They either. All right. So of course, let's she informed say it's, let, that she was going to put this out there. True. Let's say it's not true. I do think they Beyonce does. She lives marketing like she knows right. what we want, how we want it, when we want it. And she gives it to us and gives it gives it to us so good that we won't want for a really long time. And I really feel like they were just like everyone thinks we're going through a rocky marriage. Let's give them what. No, I you feel don't like so? I feel like she the songs that she put up. She, they probably weren't going through it at that point in time, but at some point, the uh, some of the songs she actually went through that, and I that's that. right, and that's why she What's wrote about it. What's your favorite song on the album? Um, I love um her song with Kendrick Lamar, Freedom. Freedom? Yeah, I love that song. That, talks, I, that song is so random on the album because it has nothing to do with um. And I want on, she has a song on there that's not even about like people think it's about Jay Z and it's not. I can't remember. Um, some girl wrote it. I can't remember which song it is, love but it's drop. a song that I don't. It might be. Or I think it, I think it is Love Drop. Or one of them. What Sandcastle or Love Drop? I think Sandcastle is my favorite song on that album. I think it's Love we Drop though. Sandcastle. <laughs> but the girl said she wrote it because she was going through something with her record label at the time. Beyonce doesn't write her own music, so I'm not surprised. But Beyonce does write some of her songs. She just has a team of writers that help her. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> um, quick question so this new study came out and that said that millennials are more likely to live with their parents and past generations um, just for reference millennials are born between 1982 and 2004 um, I agree because this economy sucks and if my mother did not live in Kansas City Missouri I would be still be living with her um, because I don't. I think it's an American thing for kids to move out after high school and go out into the world on their own. Um, what do you guys do? You guys, what do you guys think about that? What was the question? You said I'm trying to. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to need you to focus and get back here, uh, Lady T. Do you? Do you? I mean, there are some parents who at 18, their kids have to go and blah, 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 blah. Is that a, was that a thing for you when this one turned 18? Did you like that high school diploma? You got to go. No. No. I wanted to go. You wanted your independence? (laughs) Yeah. It's crazy. I still. I've always been, I've always had an independent personality. I always like doing things on my own. Yeah. I, I like doing things on my own too, but I like doing them and while my mother is still cooking and doing my laundry for me. I mean, I could, I mean, but you can still have that because you can always go back to your mother's house to get it. Well, you can't because she lives in Missouri. But Listen. if y'all did live, you know, in the same state, you could always go home to. Her I would, there would there wouldn't be no going home because I would still live there <laughs> <laughs> because it sucks. Like being an adult sucks. I don't understand why people like these kids at school. I'm like enjoy. So wait. Pause for one second. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> why is your face like that? I'm listening. What I'm about to say is, it's like, it's certain things that you want to do as an adult. I don't have to do them in my mother's house. Okay, I hear you. But I don't get, the, I don't get, <laughs> I don't get the reason why we have to pick up ourselves and just leave. At, but do you really want to live with your mother forever? I didn't say forever, but for right now. I probably but you're you're pushing thirty. I'm not. <laughs> you are. I'm not. I still got a few more years to go. But I, I said there. you're pushing. I'm not pushing. I'm not even close to. You'll be twenty seven this year. Wow. 
Um, <laughs> but what if your kids wanted to come back home to live with you? My kids can always come back home, no matter yeah, what. Yeah, she, she wants... I uh, want my kids. No. I'm like... I'm like... Um, grandmothers is is like the type of person that always wants her babies around. So I'm like that type of mother, you know. I am a grandmother, but to a beautiful Tory, shout yes, out to Tori. Yes, shout out to my baby <laughs> Tori. In a video. Yes, y'all should have seen her video on Instagram. on Instagram. She got a whole lot of likes and comments. Wait, she has her own and, Instagram? No, she's on my oh. Instagram. She just took over my Instagram <laughs> yesterday, you know. I mean, and and then she keeps checking it. Like, Grandma, let me see how many likes I have. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, she said, I Yo. need to see how many likes I have. But, um, yes, give it up to my baby, Tori. Um, back to my kids being home at any, coming home at any time. I love both of my sons, Duke and his baby brother, Will. He's not a baby, but he's always going to be his baby. little brother. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime my kids want to come back home, they always welcome to come back home. If they're 50 years old, I wouldn't care. My door <laughs> is always open to my kids. No, seriously. No, I believe um, that. Everybody I believe don't that. always have that. Never. And I think it's that as a mother, your kids is always supposed to be Welcome in your household, mm-hmm. no matter how old. Maybe they you should are. have a talk with Jackie Christie. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's another one that's certifiable. <laughs> she's cuckoo. But um, <laughs> that is a perfect segue into mm-hmm. um or little Mother's Day treat <laughs> that I have <laughs> planned, um, <clears throat> and it should be fun. So that just brought a tear in my eye. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> you just mentioned you have oh, wow. two, two, two men, two black men mm-hmm. as sons. Duke happens to be the oldest. I one. wasn't supposed to get emotional. Was I? <laughs> <laughs> Those oh, are happy wow. tears. They are. <laughs> oh wow! I'm sitting here with tears in my eyes. That's my mother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> DJ um, happens to be the oldest one. What was it like raising DJ? Like, I think people would like because we just know him as this. How old are you? Twenty nine, thirty. We just know him as this DJ who is independent, opinionated, <laughs> oftentimes defiant. Um. But what was what was he like as a kid? Because I, I saw some pictures, and I know you weren't carrying him around, but because um, <laughs> he was a big kid. Yes. Um, yes. What was he like as a kid? Um, honestly, and I'm not just saying this because I'm his mother. Duke was like the perfect kid. Everybody wanted to take him everywhere mm-hmm. from birth. I mean, from really like when he came out of me. Everybody wanted to take him everywhere. He was always dressed really nice. Cute. And that didn't change. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got it from your mother. You know? <laughs> um, so he was like the perfect kid. Everybody wanted to have him around. Mm-hmm. And it would be people 
that I knew that would come get him all the time and wanted to take them with him. And I used to be like, Dad, everybody want to take my son with him. And it just got to a point where I'm like, no, he can't go. Like, and then <laughs> they would want to argue with me. Like, why I can't take Duke? I said, well, maybe because you took him yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think uh, I'll let you take him maybe a couple of days from now? No, I want to take him with me. And actually, it's somebody right now, me and her was talking about three days ago, and she said to me, she's seen a picture of you and she was on your Instagram She because she be stalking you from time to time she, well she must be stalking from your phone because my Instagram is private Tawana oh Tawana. okay so I see her forever she um she started crying like as we talking on Instagram she's wow. like I'm crying she was like laugh out loud she was like remember Duke was my baby I always wanted to take him with me she was <laughs> like I don't care how old he get he's still my baby now mind you she have like five, she got a lot of kids five or six kids yeah um which I am I'm very proud of her as well um she moved to the south she's doing very well but she always always wanted to take Duke with her and I used to be like why do all these people want to take my son with them all the time but he really was the perfect kid he never got in trouble he never got in trouble even from first grade to 12th grade he never got in trouble in school I never I never never. even had a teacher to call me pertaining to him now, Will, on the other hand, that's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah, what me is, and my brother was opposite. They, was, they, they are definitely night and day. What was the hardest part about growing, raising Duke, DJ? Wow. The hardest part was at the age of six, he was diagnosed with cancer. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And that was the most scariest thing of my life. And if if people don't believe that God is real, I know for certain God is real. Because I actually seen my son dying, truthfully. Mm. I saw that. And um through the grace of God, here I go again, get emotion. Y'all gotta excuse me. Um, I took him to um, Harlem Hospital. That was the first hospital I took him to because that's where he was born at. So of course, initially, that's where he's gonna go. Um, when I took him there, they told me that he had um, juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. First, no, let me let me go back for a second. They first told me that he had a sprained knee because it started in his joints. And then they, um, I took him back like the following week because it was it had got worse. But it went from his right knee to his left knee in his right wrist. So. They took all these tests and they admitted him in the hospital and they told me that he had juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. For some reason, I didn't believe what they told me. 
But, you know, I didn't know. So I did what they told me. I gave him the medication. And I was giving him the medication, and, and he was getting worse. So by the next following week, he couldn't even walk. Wow. I mean, literally, he couldn't even walk. So I had took him to joint disease downtown on 17th Street. And the first time the doctor seen him, he hadn't even told me to take his clothes off to, you know, so he can look at him. He looked at him and he asked me, did I take him somewhere else? And I told him, yes, I took him to Harlem Hospital. I explained to, the, to him what they told me. He said, I can tell you right now, your son don't have juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. He said, I don't know exactly what's wrong with him right now. He said, but I'm going to do some blood tests. And when you come back in a couple of days, I'm going to be able to tell you. Well, they did it. he did exactly what he said. And when I went back a couple of days later, I knew by the look on his face that it was something very serious. He pulled me out into the hallway, and he said, um, he said, your son don't have juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. He said he have cancer. I felt like my heart just went to my feet. And I was like, oh, no, like this can't be happening. So he said, don't worry. He said, I'm getting ready to send you right now. He said, I got an amulet coming for you. He said, I want you to take your son to um, NYU Hospital. He said, it's a doctor there. He's going to be waiting on you to come. His name is Dr. Aaron Rawson. Shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to um, Dr. Aaron Rawson and God as well because he come first. Uh -huh. um, so I did exactly what he told me. But in the midst of all this, my father, uh -huh. I got to give a shout out to my father as well. Rest in peace. Yes, rest in peace. Um, he was taking me to all of our appointments. He used to drive us there. And he would pay for Duke's care. Every time he had to go to the doctor, it was $350. So um, when I called him back and told him that I was on my way to NYU Hospital, because he had just dropped us off maybe like 20 minutes ago. This was the first time I have ever seen my father cry. I had never seen him cry before. Even his mother, which is my grandmother, passed away. And she passed away when I was a kid. I didn't even see him drop a tear. And I know how he loved his mother. But he loved my son so much that... It hurt him so bad. And we got to NYU Hospital. And he came in the room. He said, I need to talk to the doctor for a second. The doctor told him. He looked at um, Duke. He said, I know exactly what's wrong with him. Before he even tested him. Mm -hmm. This is what he told my father. He said, I know exactly what's wrong with him. And my father said, well, how do you know that? Because you haven't even touched him. You haven't done any, anything to him. 
He said, listen, he shook my father's hand because he saw the fear in my father's eyes. He said, I can assure you. He said, no, I'm not God. He said, but I can assure you your grandson won't leave here. He said, I know what you're thinking. And he looked over at me. And he said, don't worry. Your son going to be okay. He said, I got this. He said, I'm going to take good care of your son. And he shook my father's hand. And my father said, please, don't let nothing happen to my grandson. He said, trust me, your grandson going to make it. And look, that yeah. was six years old. He was six years old. He's and here today. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, stop playing with me. <laughs> stop playing with me. I just had to do that. Wow. <laughs> um, but that is truly a remarkable, a, a oh. remarkable story. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't Yo, imagine Chris. how. Yo, you're going to stop disrespecting me. How rough. That was for oh, you as, as as a mom <laughs> for your first child. And, yes. That um, time was very hard on me. Very. And I'm pretty sure you're proud and happy about yes, I am. the old man he is today. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah, that 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 I've heard that story before. I haven't uh-huh. heard it quite the way you just uh-huh. told it. Yeah, she has a vivid know. memory. I don't remember all that extra stuff. I mean, but. you were six. Yeah. But well, you wouldn't sh- remember the- all of that right. because, you know, it was a lot that you probably you couldn't handle. Yeah, and and as her as her mom as a mom, you remember every moment. Every she, she listen, probably remember what the room smells. Let me like. tell you, <laughs> I went. I was um fighting to um, have a lawsuit against the hospital, right? So I, I used to have to go for the hearings, and, I mean, there used to be hours of asking questions and stuff like that. So I remember the first time I went, I gave them from the date, the time. I had a book, and I used to write down everything, every appointment. Exactly. Read every appointment, the time, the date, who he saw, the medication they gave me, everything. So at the hearing, when I told them from start to finish exactly what happened with him, they were sitting there looking at me like, how does she remember all of this? So the lady said to me, she said, wow, you remember from the first day because I could tell her I know for a fact it was on a Sunday it was a week before Mother's Day um, that was the first time and what time I found out and everything you know like what was going on with him so she, the lady was very shocked that I, I could remember all of this stuff and it was a lot that I had to remember and there was a lot of questions that, that they asked me. But every question they asked me, I had to answer for Right. That is beautiful. So you're a seasoned mother, and you mentioned that you're also a grandmother. What yes. advice do you have for these young and upcoming moms? Because I, I, I sometimes feel like society puts such a, 
huge responsibility on women to be good moms and some oftentimes it's like what is a good mom like everyone you know does things differently and mm-hmm. everyone i feel like mom, especially new moms they do their best they do you know you don't know until you know and you do whatever you think is best and sadly there are some moms who just give up because they don't feel like they're doing a good job and they end up either giving away their children or killing themselves or just something very tragic. Like, what advice do you have for moms who don't feel like they're good moms, but they're doing the best that they can and trying to live up to society's expectations? Well, I feel that a good mom is someone who's, you know, there for their kids, there for their family, um, you know, just nurturing their kids properly, putting them through school, helping them through everything. And, and and when I say put them through school, I don't mean like going to Catholic school or, or private school, even though that's what I did with my kids. But <laughs> I don't mean I don't no mean shame. that. No, <laughs> no, no shade, no shade. I don't mean that in that way. I'm just saying, just be there for your kids. Because, of course, your kids, once they go to school, they have homework. You got to help them through that. Um, Just being there for support when they have things going on at the school, be there. Um, You know, just you you just have to stay focused and be there for your kids. That's all. Yeah. And and the the, sorry to cut you off, but the fact is there's no perfect parent like. That's just what it is. Like, no parent is perfect. Nobody's perfect, but no parent is perfect at all. So, you know, I just feel like you just have to do the best you can. And I I just feel like parents need to be honest. I feel like there are things that happen when kids are young and parents have to make a tough decision, a tough Mm -hmm. choice. Um, Oftentimes, the kid won't understand that at times. Society won't understand it. But I feel... and. So my mom, I grew up in Jamaica. My mom um, left us. I was th- four. Shout out to her. I saw the yeah um, throwback graduation pictures, and I saw that gown she wore. I'm like, she came to slay. She, she, show, she, 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 she showed up. out. She, she shows up. She always did. But um, my I I think my sister had just turned three, and I was four or five or whatever, and. A lot of people can't imagine leaving the country in search of a better life and leaving their kids back behind. I mean, granted, she left us with my dad. And, I'm not leaving my kids behind. And uh, but and she left us. She left with my dad and her mom or whatever, and we were we were fine. But it, growing up, everyone is like, "Where's your mom?" And we would come here every summer or whatever. But growing up, everyone is just like, "You know, where's your mom?" And then she um, got herself together and was able to bring us here and then that was almost the first thing that she right. explained to us like it's it's not that I don't love you and it took off she right. like she knew that it the relationship would have to grow day by mm-hmm. day because it's not like now you go from not living with her for all your young life and now you're living with her at 15 and 13 mm-hmm. and it's not like you don't know her you've <laughs> talked about living with her is a different thing right. and I think everyone understood that and because she was honest and saying you know what I didn't want to do it, but I had to. Yeah, she had to. Right. So this is just what it is. I think it made it easier, and it was just like cool because everyone knows that I always have questions, and I'm just gonna have questions. <sighs> and she was just open and honest, and 
you have nothing to do but under understand, understand it and move move the relationship forward. And now we're best friends. Yes, we spoke for three hours <laughs> on, <laughs> on on what was that Wednesday. That's what's up. But That's uh, yeah, we you know it's 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 rough. I feel like the especially the mother son relationship is probably one of the most important relationships a man can have because. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, all you you know you can run back home That's to right. mommy. You're not a mama's boy, but you can run back home to mommy. Like some it, people are. I feel like I am a little uh-huh. bit. I think my youngest is a is a mommy's boy. Yeah. As well. But what is a mommy's boy? Who? Somebody who clings <laughs> to their mother for everything. Is all. Isn't that around. everybody? No. No. Mm-mm. I wouldn't consider myself a mother's boy. Like I definitely wasn't, even as a kid. Like Duke was a grandma's boy. I, truthfully. I de- I, Definitely was about to say, damn. (laughs) I definitely was. Everything was my mother. And Mm -hmm. rest in peace to her as well. Mm -hmm. She was was a great mother. Like, great mother to me. And I wish she was here. Um, But I know she's looking down on on us and everything. Um, She just was always always there and nobody couldn't mess with her kids her kids her grandkids yeah. you mess with my us my grandmother was something else she coming for you shout out to her <laughs> she was something else like her mouth was crazy she, Ooh, and she did not was that, is that where you it was no it cut caught with her <laughs> yes it was no cut caught with her okay. <laughs> she didn't care Mm-mm. at all Mm-mm. That is what's, what she didn't want you popping gum in her house. No, of course not. No, but like she no, was pop that gum in her house. She was dead serious about everything. <laughs> when I went to you, when we came to your house the other day, I was like, I have to take my hat. Like it was really that weird. wasn't the other day, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I know what he meant. He he has a problem with my timing because I'd be like the other day, but everyone knows. And it could be it could be like six months ago. He'll say the other day because <laughs> in my memory it was the other day. It happened last week. Um, He's like somebody I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's just what it is. Um, is there any Mother's Day plans? Oh, uh, we're going out after we leave here. Yes. Where y'all going? To a nice Asian restaurant with authentic Asian food. Where, where's it? Don't get to say her name, but where? I'm hungry. Where's the place? <laughs> It's on 34th and the east side. Oh. East, the east side part of 34th Street. Great. What it, like near Macy's? Don't worry about it. I'll tell you about <laughs> it afterwards. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I just want to say something real quick because I, I think this is crazy. So um, I want to talk about Dove. They body washes. Like, Dove is the bomb. So you disagree? Go ahead. I see. You. Do you disagree? I think they're for white people, but go ahead. Nah, but anyway, so they created these new bottles. <laughs> that to... was funny. What's funny? <laughs> the, the shapes of the bottles. You think it was funny? I, I. You think it was shade? Huh? You think it was shade? Shade? Yeah. No, I thought it was funny. I thought it, they were being tongue in cheek, and so y'all they need create... to stop being so sensitive. No, y'all not y'all, because I don't feel the way that other people feel. So they created these bottles to. Um, <laughs> Basically, to embody different body shapes, right, of women, right, and people are kind of upset about the fact that all the bottles are white, and it's just like I thought you were going to talk about the shape that the because some no. of those shapes I'm like what woman is shaped like that? I thought that's <laughs> where you listen, were going. There are some women that shapes is crazy. Like that's, I've seen I, it for that's myself. Where I thought you were going, but Dove, their thing is white, right? That's that's how I feel. Their that's what I was going to say. White. 
Right. So, yo, like, yo, people just need to stop being so living, sensitive and stop getting mad over the dumbest. We are living in some serious times. S-H-I-T. Because it's just Sugar, some things. Honey, are, iced tea. Right. Because some things are just not that serious. Like, you mad because the bottle is white? Doves. So, first of all, their soap, their main soap is white. The entire thing is white. Yeah. Like, listen, we're living in some serious times and we really need to choose our battles and figure out how to move forward instead of just being sensitive about everything like and i feel like i feel like people are over sensitive now right but that was a very funny way so i think i don't know i guess the people got confused about the word diversity because they say they want to be diverse they want to diversify the brand and stuff like that so i guess when you use that word people think like okay so y'all gonna have new colors too no diversity simply means different than what's standard like diversity is you could have a diverse hairstyle or like and i don't i think people forget that that's what that means that it just means different right it doesn't have anything to do with race or anything it just means not the standard and why does the standard and we know that <laughs> um but yeah but um this was another lovely episode of the group it was. chat yes. um shout outs again to lady t for coming in her just brightening up the room for Mother's Day. Um, I want to give a special shout out to my mom and tell her happy Mother's Day. She'll be at work. She is at work for Mother's Day, but um, it should be fun. We're going on a trip later this year. Happy Mother's Day to my mother and all the mothers out there. Happy Mother's Day and enjoy your day. Yes. um, I would like to say happy Mother's Day to all the wonderful mothers out there. Oh, shout out to Scandal for ending after um, season seven. Chris, I know you're going to be heard about that. And that's another episode of Group Chat. (laughs) I'm I'm Chris. And I'm DJ. And we're out. Hey.